Welcome to Letterboxd Book Club. My name is Claire. And I am Caleb. <laughs> oh, you, I thought you, you froze for a second, but you, was it a pause for anticipation? No, you froze as well. Oh, no. Oh, it's the Wi-Fi. It's gone to shit. But anyway, we're still rolling as far as I'm aware. Okay, cool. And today we'll be discussing What Light by Jay Asher. And it's the start of our Christmas little book haul. Yeah, we're kicking off the holiday season. Yeah. It's so true. exciting. <laughs> All right, we love Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Chrysler. Merry Crisis. Sierra's family runs a Christmas tree farm in Oregon. It's a bucolic setting for a girl to grow up in, except that every year they pack up and move to California to set up their Christmas tree lot for the season. So Sierra lives two lives, her life in Oregon and her life at Christmas, and leaving one always means missing the other, until this particular Christmas when Sierra meets Caleb and one life eclipses the other. By reputation, Caleb is not your perfect guy. Years ago, he made an enormous mistake and has been paying for it ever since, but Sierra sees beyond Caleb's past and becomes determined to help him find forgiveness and maybe redemption. As disapproval, misconceptions, and suspicions swirl around them, Caleb and Sierra discover the one thing that transcends all else. True love. Love that. And thoughts, feelings, emotions, Kenzie. I know you have qualms. Very intrigued by. I need a couple of qualms. Um, my cat's being so weird. She's just a baby. It's just, just a baby. I loved this book. I love this book coming out of House of Night. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, really refreshing, like it isn't it? Perfect it's refreshing yeah i feel like it was a perfect like palette cleanser sort of vibe um yeah for sure i thought that it was going to go a different direction and i was scared but it's just a cute little fun ya love story um one shot sort of vibes and a stark departure from jay asher's other work <laughs> yeah for those who are unfamiliar jay asher wrote the 13 reasons why books so yeah, understandable coming book. into this little Singular. book. It's a little nerve-wracking. Oh, oh, book. Oh, I I just assumed TV, multiple TV show TV seasons equates to more books. No, they took it and ran with it. <laughs> and then they destroyed it. <laughs> Sorry, you're cutting in and out a bit, Kenzie. That's just due to my reception. So, like, I'm just trying to yeah, make so it seem you. a bit natural. <laughs> but, yeah, and also, yeah, in Jay Asher fashion, like, there is a quite a tragic sort of, like, backstory, bit of not necessarily darkness about it but yeah definitely the mistake that Caleb made is quite kind of heinous but anyway we'll get into that oh, later. we've all been there I know we've all you know stumbled under pressure you lash out and yeah we'll, I, I, we're gonna have a, probably a very good conversation about that too because yeah the, the whole community sentiment towards him is just completely unfair in my opinion but yeah my thoughts feelings emotions now that you've just said it's a really good palate cleanser I completely agree like it was I don't know, and it was a cute book as well, and I keep forgetting like the it's based around fifteen, sixteen year olds, so like a lot of drama that occurs in this book yeah, is very like menial teenage bullshit. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck? Why are you like cracking the shits over this or this? But yeah, but everything is a lot more dramatic when you're a teenager, I guess. Um, but I love that when some blowouts happened, it was resolved relatively quickly which is always nice. And I guess, I don't know, it's a Christmas book. It's about, yeah, forgiving mistakes and community spirit and just doing good, doing the right thing. It's cute. I love it. I would not mind like a, not Hallmark Christmas movie vibe, but like a, a good Christmas movie. You can make a good Christmas movie out of this if you really wanted to. I would like to age them up. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, And I was just going to say there was, it's a pretty short book as well, but I felt at the end, 
it seemed kind of little like it, it ended on a good note but there's still like a little bit of questions of like well what happened like do they actually go to prom or the formal or whatever together or do they do this or do they do that but mm. that's just like another little qualm that i had but i enjoyed it though i know when i started reading it it said my kindle's at two and a half hours in book or whatever and i was like oh i thought it was gonna be like five hours or something like in book but yeah so it's nice and quick but it was good yeah i was scared though because we were talking and you were like oh what part are you up to and i said oh, i was up to this part or whatever and you're just like hmm have certain things occurred yet and i was so scared you scared me <laughs> well now look how the tables turn because normally you're the one that's ahead in the book and you're you know giving me hints and <laughs> kind of trying to throw me a bone and trying to stray me away from what's happening but now i get to do it to you for once yeah and well now it I'm was fun read everything else we'll just wait till we get into next year because i'm ahead <laughs> Yeah, you're way ahead. <laughs> but that's okay. Alrighty, I suppose we shall kick on with the plot. So pretty much as that blurb stated, yeah, Sierra, as a teenage, you know, dramatic bullshit, she's living two lives. She has spends a whole year in, like, Oregon, I guess, and she spends her time one one month, like four weeks. One month, I know. Uh, a year selling Christmas trees on their family Christmas tree plot. I thought it would that be that they go for summer. And so I was like, oh, yeah, they probably go for three months. And I was like, oh, that's more realistic. But then it turns out it's at one month. And I was like, how is this an issue? <laughs> yeah, I know. But I guess it's just a matter of she wants to spend, like, a Christmas with her. But that's what I'm saying. Like, would it not be more would it not be more dramatic if it was three months? Because otherwise you're spending, yeah, 11 months out of the year with these friends in Oregon. And it's like, oh, no, I don't get to spend Christmas with them, which probably sucks. But also, like, it would make more sense if it was, uh, yeah, they were in California for a longer amount of time. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But no, it's just a month. Again, just, but a month is, like, a super long time, I guess, for her. I guess when, yeah, you're a teenager. Again, all these big things are just menial. And so one of the main issues in regards to the plot, of course, is there's a lot of moments where Sierra is talking to her parents and they're discussing whether or not they're coming back the next year because they are not making any money. They are barely breaking even. And so there's a lot of conversations and tense Just moments. on that one lot, they're making money shipping out their trees to like wholesalers. But on their plot in California, yeah, they're not breaking even. Yeah, yeah. So they're wondering if it's even worth it to yeah, come back and, and do it despite almost having like a 30-year reign there. But another funny thing that I, I probably saw in, throughout the book, which you would have probably seen as well, is like Sierra is giving discounts willy-nilly and it's like, that's why you're not making any money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, probably not that great of a discount. But I know, but like, it's a make-or-break year and she's really conscious about wanting to come back next year. And also like a big theme from like before she left and then when she gets there with Heather is that she needs to have like a fling. Yeah, I a Christmas one a month Christmas fling. fling. Yes, but her. Get out of it! You're gonna end up soaked! Get out of it! Thank you! She's soaked already. Um, yeah, so big thing get a boyfriend, have a summer fling or whatever, like. But, um, anyone that works for her dad, her dad, like, scares them off and makes them clean the toilets. Yep. <laughs> That's funny though. If they, like, yeah, if they show an interest in Sierra. That's overprotective. And that's overprotective, yes. And then the one boy that like did ask her out, she's just not interested in and he turned out to be like a bit of a bumhole anyway. Yeah. Uh, I have to put the cat in timeout. 
Yeah, and the guy in question is named Andrew, which Andrew. makes sense. <laughs> if yes. it's if it's the type. Uh yeah, and he tries to like make a bit of trouble when um Sierra does hang out with Caleb. He always makes an effort to try and kind of uh, snitch on her to her father to try and get into some sort of good books even though Sierra doesn't want him. It's a weird sort of dynamic in that aspect, but he was always out to be a prick. And while Heather is encouraging Sierra to have a fling, she there's a little plot line for her. She ha- has a boyfriend named Devin and the way she describes him, he's completely hopeless. He doesn't listen. He only talks about boring stuff. And she's in two minds as to whether or not to dump him like before Thanksgiving or even Christmas or like afterwards through all the celebrations and stuff. Which I don't know, like it's like if you really if you complain that much, just dump him. But like then he's doing little things that like keep her I had a boyfriend in school, high school and it's like I wanted to dump him or whatever. And it's like you knew not to dump them like around exam season and stuff. <laughs> I mean, that is very considerate, but like if yeah, it gets it's to like a you point, just hold out. but like you just you got you got to do what feels right. Like you just got to cut the cord, you know. But then like they end up staying together anyway. Yeah, I think what was it? I think until New Year's, he's extended that period. Yeah, but then even more so because remember she gets jealous when the Snow Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asks for his number, which like bold move to ask for his number in front of like his girlfriend. I know. Uh, I suppose and people do that. And it's like they that. all go to school, so it's like I I would assume that they know that they're dating. He has a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah they're dating. Yeah, look, I don't know. Is is that not a good foundation for a relationship? You know, string them along until for events, and then you know, oh, I'm, I'll extend this subscription. Yeah, <laughs> when he gets to be a good present. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. It's pretty selfish and, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, it was a it was a funny little plot line because it's like, will they or won't they break up? And I suppose something else had to be going on instead of Sierra and Caleb, you know, lovey-dovey. And just back to, like, Sierra's dad real quick, um, him being overprotective of her. Because it's ironic because uh, Sierra's mum and dad met on, a, on the Christmas tree lot farm. You know, he was working and she was working there as well. So, like, and they, yeah, work, and and they so worked the out fine. Like- yeah, the whole thing is like, we don't want you to get your heart broken. And it's like, yeah, but you guys did the exact same thing. Like, <laughs> But I suppose they had the consecutive years of going back every year and working, whereas this has had a bit more of an uncertainty as to whether or not mm. they're coming back. But that's back. on them. They chose to. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a lot of discourse around, yeah, because they had tough conversations about Sierra and or with Sierra, Sierra about Caleb and, you know, oh, we just don't want you to get your heart broken. We just don't want to get your hopes up, blah, blah, blah. But like. She's a kid, let her, or teenager, let her, you know, work through the heartbreak and live yeah. through it. Well, like, also, like, I understand that, like, they were still on the fence about what decision they were going to make for the next year. But it's like, even if you're thinking about, oh, we're thinking about not coming back, like, let her know that so that she has that, like, oh, I can't make a connection because I might not come back. Yeah. But even then, yeah, even when Sierra was kind of, we say dating or hanging out um, with Caleb, like, yeah, she was still in two minds because, yeah, she doesn't know if she wanted to commit, yeah, and all that type of stuff. But, yeah, the the parents are acting like heartbreak is the absolute worst thing in the world. And, like, your first heartbreak sure is, but, like, you, like, you, you get up and move on, you know? So, to get from to Oregon, from California, or vice versa, it's a 10-hour drive mm-hmm. or it's a two-hour flight. Not even. An hour and a half. There's also a train trip. Yeah. So, I mean, that's going to Melbourne. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not that far away. Again, like, it's, yeah. it's a million I miles like, away. Yeah, America, like, makes a lot of American 
classic literature (laughs) and movies always make such a big deal about like going to different states for college and stuff or whatever or just being in different states and it's like America yes is big but they have so many states that it's not like us trying to date someone from Queensland you know it's like oh it's a five-hour flight or whatever yeah it's like it's an hour and a half flight yeah look again in the big wide world of a 15 year old it's it's forever <laughs> and plus they probably just don't have the funds to willingly go back and forth you know or drive or even drive oh yeah i just thought of something but we'll get back to that towards the end if i remember because it's an interesting just say thought. It now. <laughs> oh well because at the end uh the, her, sierra's parents gave her a truck and it's oh it's only to be used around the farm where's their farm california they have two. Oh right, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, so they and they they just... have the one in Oregon yeah, and the one in California. Sorry, bro. Yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. I was just thinking they just had the farm. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, good luck getting. It sounds like a like a deadbeat car. Good luck driving it for ten hours. I just imagine the um truck that Bella Swan got. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> be lucky to make the trip to be honest mm. mm-hmm. but that's their problem we're never gonna have to know what happens with that i guess mm. but anyway so caleb comes and buys a tree or whatever and sierra immediately makes a googly eyes at him yeah 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 <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> emily's mom okay. she asked if i wanted lunch i'm like no thank you oh. anyway um yeah so it's love at first sight of course <laughs> it has to be it's chris it's a yeah. christmas miracle yeah and then she's like oh he has these dimples or whatever and then she's talking to Heather about it later because she's like, oh, my God, like, I did see a guy that I might be interested in. And Heather's just like, oh, my God, like, expa- explain him to me. Because that's how all best friends in these types of short books have to act. Give me every detail. It's like, I just yeah, laid eyes on him. All the details. Yeah, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, and then... What's her name? Yeah, Sierra. is like, oh, well, he had these dimples. And she's like, oh, it's Caleb. And then she's a bit like the only guy with dimples. Yeah, I was just going to say, he must be the only guy with dimples. Yeah, but then he's she's a little bit cagey about it. I'm like, what's that all about? And then she goes on to reveal a rumour. A rumour that he attacked his sister with a knife. Jay Asher, how dare you add this tragic backstory <laughs> into this but innocent also, book? Like, who hasn't been there? <laughs> I mean... Is this just... Is this an, just a... Is this not a um, a common occurrence in people's childhood that their brothers come after them with knives? No? And, oh, and almost me? kill their okay. sisters? <laughs> just me? Okay. I mean, I know, I think growing up, like, my brother has been, like, aggressive towards me at times, but, like, you know, like, that's teenage hoodwinkery. No, it's okay. I understand. Yeah, yeah. But no, I can't, I don't think I've ever had my... Because they say, because I see, you see posts on social media all the time, like even kind of what you just said, like, oh, who hasn't had a sibling chase them around with a knife or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I, I personally haven't, but yeah, um, I understand that type of vibe though. Well, good for you. <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> Are you happy and healthy? Uh, relatively. <laughs> just checking. Okay. And how are you, Kenzie? You know, I'm fine. I know what that means. I told you, my brain is fully developed. I, my, my, my trauma, my trauma is healed. Of course, and and don't they say like you regenerate new skin every seven years? So new skin at some point. Ugh. Fresh skin. Yeah. Uh huh. No more trauma. You're, you're cured. Uh. No, no depression. Nothing. Hallelujah. I'm 
my god, I can feel colors. Oh my god. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> circling back. Because I have to be the circle back person. So yeah, Heather reveals this rumor and Sierra is quite shocked because of course she is. Can we also talk about, sorry, like the level of shock? Yeah. Like, it's a bit dramatic. It is a bit dramatic. <laughs> like, like, is his sister dead? No. But she is, conveniently, doesn't live with them anymore. Yeah, that's all right. So that gives the impression that, like, you know, she was sent away well, for her safety. Scared. Yeah, yeah. But we know the proper reason. Well, he's not in juvie. No, no, he no. He was never charged. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, yeah. come on. But, okay, so for full-on... Ooh, I keep accidentally hitting Emily's computer. Um, for full-on context, Caleb explains that his parents got divorced for some unknown reason. I thought we're going to find a bit of a deeper meaning in that, but apparently not. And his mother got sick. And so they were kind of living, Abby, Caleb's sister was living with her. And then Abby was realizing, oh, well, dad's sad and alone and depressed and stuff because no one's living with him. And they used to celebrate Christmas hardcore, but now they don't anymore because they're both separated. So Abby wants to go live with the father and, or no, she keeps, well, she does want to live with him, but at the same time while living with Caleb and and her mum, she would like tell Caleb this is his fault that they've like fallen apart. Yeah, that dad's falling apart, yeah. Yeah, because he's trying to uh, prioritise his mother because she's yeah sick and unwell i'm not really sure to what extent was it like, i don't know if it was like a cancer thing or anything or if it's just just sickness i don't know yeah i don't really remember that part but yeah um so abby's like bullying and harassing caleb being oh this is all your fault they're, they're both miserable you tore our family apart blah 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 blah. and so one day she's doing it when they were younger and then he just blew up and so he's took all that frustration and he chased her with a knife to her room and he stabbed like the door several times the door but that's just because of all the pressure. Yeah, Abby was putting him under, and he's a like, you don't, you never blame children for like, yeah, divorce or anything. Let alone your siblings blaming you for the misery that's caused. And so yeah, so in that context, understandable reaction to being constantly bullied and harassed and being told that yeah. you're the reason why our lives are ruined. Yeah. But from an outside perspective, from yeah, and uh, his best friend Jeremiah was there to witness it, and so. Then, oh, yeah. then he told his family, and then his family is what and spread it. And his mum, yeah, just spread it. And, of course, like, the rumour mill, it got extended into something that it's not. Yes, yeah, kind of like, yeah, Chinese whispers as well. And, um, and so, yeah, from, like, an outsider looking in, just hearing the rumour, you think, oh, well, Abby doesn't live there anymore, so she must have, you know, gotten hurt in a way or was taken away unwillingly, etc., etc. You know, those types of things, like putting it in a safe environment. Once again... In a lot of books that we read, there's no communication. There is no communication. If someone had just asked Caleb's mum, hey, what happened? why is your daughter not live with you? Yeah. I, honestly, yeah, I, that thought has not occurred to me until this moment. Like, why is no one <laughs> asking the mum what happened? The mum, yeah. But maybe maybe mum wasn't home and so she wasn't really sure what happened. Because it was in one of those moments where it's like, oh, he said, she said. Mm, but I don't think Abby was sent, like, to live with her dad because of that. I think Abby no, no, was no, just no. like, well, I'm going to go live with dad. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Someone should have asked her mum, oh, did Abby go because she's scared? Yeah. When it could have just been like, well, no. And then also because they're saying that, like, they have, like, on and off Christmases. Yeah. So one year they're with their dad, one year they're with their mum. So it's like, okay, well, you've seen Caleb go to his dad's and you've seen Abby come home for Christmas as well. Like, Like, it should be fine. Yeah, assume all is well. Yeah. You know what? Let's just talk about, like, just the Caleb, yeah, the incident. Because, yeah, my qualm is that the community sentiment towards him is very hateful and, like, disgusting towards him. 
And it's like, he made one mistake as a child. And as you said, yeah. he hasn't ended up being a violent person. He's never gone to like juvie. He's never been a fucking delinquent. He just made one mistake, you know, under duress. And they're holding it over him for the rest of his life. And it's not fair. It is absolutely not fair. Because people he, change. Yeah, he's a teenager. Yeah, yeah. If anything, now is the time to be like hurting people and being a bully and stuff. But he's not. Yeah, and then he's going to church. He's giving Christmas trees to people who can't afford them. Like, he's buying them. Yeah, with his own money. And they're still like, no, you're evil. I think, yeah, Sierra was talking to her. Because Sierra's trying to convince her dad that, like, Caleb's okay and he's fine and he's not going to hurt her and all that type of stuff. But then the dad's like, but he has a past. One incident. Oh, my I God. I know. And then also because Andy, I'm going to yeah. call him Andy, <laughs> oh, no. Andy, um spoke to the dad or whatever and again like andy you go to school with caleb have you ever seen caleb like punch someone or attack someone at school in these past years no you haven't so why is it like again this one incident yeah look uh it, you can never do a foot wrong in this community otherwise it, yeah we held against you for the rest of your life <laughs> yeah because i was waiting for either either it's gonna go because, you, do, yeah, it's, it takes a while to be revealed what actually happened. And I was like, it's going to go one of two ways. It's going to go that, like, he hurts Sierra accidentally or that it, like, wasn't even him or something and he was covering for someone. That's how I thought it was going to go or something. Like, he was covering for his dad or something. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be either the rumour was true and that Abby just got sent away for her safety or, like, or it, it was, like, just misconstrued. It was, like, a, a misunderstanding or if it was, yeah, he just did what he did, and which isn't even that bad considering the other options. But yeah, damn, you can't put set a foot wrong in this community, I swear. And then, so yeah, his best friend Jeremiah tells his parents, because it's a traumatic incident to probably witness as well, because you're not expecting your friend to blow up and be able to be capable of something like that. And so Jeremiah's parents um, forbids him to become friends with him. And Jeremiah's sister is a bit of a bitch about it, you know, watching him making sure he doesn't interact with Caleb ever again so yeah now that that's kind of out there I think even Sierra and Caleb have a conversation because there are moments where Caleb knows that Sierra wants to ask questions about the situation as to whether or not it's true or not and then he kind of gets a bit upset because uh she didn't ask him directly like she had to hear the rumor first before asking him anything which is fair enough yeah but would they again like they wouldn't have even started talking or like dating if it weren't for the rumor yeah oh yeah that's very fair and true yeah because sierra yeah gives off the vibe that she yeah wants to see the good in people first and but and it's also just like the christmas spirit vibes like everyone's just like you, you're nice or cordial to each other you know so she's trying to see the best in, in everybody and christmas is about forgiveness uh, uh, yeah mistakes are and forgiven love. and love yep <laughs> Oh, I forgot to say in the beginning though, but it just occurred to me like every time I, any time I had a, like a reading session of this book, all I could think about was Christmas Tree Farm by Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a vibe. So yeah. So the rumor, Sierra just being in two minds about Caleb throughout this little relationship stint, what drives the, the plot forward and stuff. So Sierra learns that yeah, Caleb is delivering Christmas trees to people in need and he's buying them with his own money and Sierra, upon liking him a bit more, will give him discounts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is why you're not coming back next year. Jesus. Um, it was also established as well that they've been coming for a few years or whatever. Um, but Sierra and Heather planted a tree every year up in the hills. 
Almost starting their own little cute little plot, which is yeah, adorable. starting starting their own Christmas tree plot. But what's it end? She takes Caleb up there, which is cute. I was like, well, that had to happen. Like that's a cute moment. Anyway, um, but they see that because there's meant to be six, but there's only five, and then someone's cut down the sixth one, but then kind of just like abandoned it. Yeah. And then I thought that that was going to be a bit more of a plot. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, turn out to be Andy or yeah. someone being like, this is because you're with Caleb or whatever. And like you fuck don't you. like me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, and then nothing came of it, yeah. They just, like, I think they just finished it. Did did they take it somewhere or? I forget. Um, I think Caleb, no, they just left it. But then Caleb, like, got her a cutting from it or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, it was the first one they ever built and I think Sierra's dream was to always have that be a gift from her to somebody and it was that special. Mm. But then mm. now she felt feels kind of violated that someone else has, like, cut it down before her, which would have been pr- a bit premature. Mm. But, yeah. Which, yeah, I would be very upset. But, yeah, I thought, oh, this is going to be a, a good dramatic moment. Who's going to do it? Are we going to find out? But then it's like, yeah. we're, 80, we're, like, 80% of the way through the book. Like, what's going to happen? And then, yeah. Know, but then it was just, like... Oh, it's nothing. It's like, okay, well, then why'd you do that? Yeah, what's the point? <laughs> I think there must have been some sort of, like, uh, comparison or parallel in there between the cutting of that tree and perhaps the perception of Caleb as well. I don't know. There's some sort of metaphor in there somewhere. Well, I thought maybe they were going to go up there to have sex. And so it, like, yeah, metaphor is that's her virginity. Oh. Ooh. Come on, read oh, into it. That would have been interesting, though. <laughs> yeah. Give me back my girlhood. It was mine first. It was mine first. Um, yeah, but that's just because with every other book series that we read or like just book, you need to read into things. So I was just yeah. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I just thought like, yeah, it was just Andrew being a dickhead. But And so, yeah, Sierra and Caleb's relationship blossoms a bit. They have moments where they're going into the grocery store and they have an encounter with Jeremiah and his family. And of course, they pop off at Caleb for being a violent person. And of course. Untrustworthy. He'll hurt you. Blah, blah, blah. He's unpredictable. Reckless. You've got your heart broken. Yeah, more heartbreaking bullshit. And then Sierra just sticks up to to him. Stick, sticks, yeah, sticks up for him. So up for him, yeah. Yeah. Um, and kind of bites back. She's like, oh, you don't know the real Caleb. And then the, Jeremiah's like, well, you don't. Which is fair enough. Like, she's, yeah. she's fighting his battles. And I don't... Yeah. I mean, it's always nice to have someone kind of, like, new in your life who is kind of knows your story and is willing to uh, defend you and all that but d- does she really need to be the one to fight his battles for him yeah also when there were so many times when like she was talking to her parents or whatever and they're like oh me just don't get your heart broken blah 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 and then she's like you don't know who he is and it's like okay you sit in your trailer every night and you have dinner with them tell them like it took so long i was like <gasps> Oh. It's giving. It's not my story to tell, but like he's your oh, borderline like boyfriend. <laughs> you know how many times I've told someone like, "Oh, I won't tell anyone," and I, I tell you, I tell my mum, I tell Luke. Like, <laughs> but who does your mum tell, and who is Luke gonna tell? <laughs> exactly. But like, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, someone yeah, yeah. can be like, "Oh, it's not my story," and it's like, yeah, but like sometimes context. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, this is how you get like the rumors and the misconstruing of what's happened and all that type of stuff. So yeah, and another, so yeah, they have a bit of a blow up. That's fine. Jeremiah is still kind of barred from being friends with Caleb. So Caleb decides to take Sierra on a couple of Christmas delivery tree runs, which is cute, date night. And mind you, Sierra is actually pretty busy trying to manage the lot. So she's trying to like 
uh, not sneak off, but kind of manage her time where she can go out and experience this magic. Yeah. And so they're delivered to a couple of families, and then there's one family in particular that seems incredibly ungrateful. But um, <laughs> then there's this quote from the book. Oh, I can't remember it, and I don't think I highlighted it, but it was just a matter of them. it's coming down to them having a bad day and just taking it out on them. And it's like... I don't know, I get it, but also they're kids. Like, stop yelling at the children for bringing you a Christmas tree. Yeah, they're just trying to do a good deed. And Caleb tells Sierra that the reason he find how he fa- finds these people is because he asks, because they attend the food bank and all that type of stuff. Oh, yeah, church. Which I think is just, or even church. Yeah, it's just like, is that yeah. not a breach of confidentiality? <laughs> but in the name of doing a good deed, oh, what's what's the, mora- what's the more ethical... Yeah. I know, and then, yeah, because also, like, one of the kids, like, he goes to school with, so it's like... I'd be embarrassed. Yeah. I don't know. At the end of the day, it's Christmas. It's a good deed. Who cares? At the end of the day, they're white Christians. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was very surprising when Caleb revealed that he yeah, goes to church and stuff like that. So I'm thinking, is this to save face from the rumour? <laughs> that he's a good good little Christian boy? Yeah. Um, And, like, I, I did enjoy it because I... I'm not getting into religion right now, but yeah, I have thoughts. <laughs> of course um, you do. But I liked that they had um, that like little conversation of like, Sierra's like, oh, like, are you a believer? And then he's like, yeah, like, blah, blah. And I think she said that she wasn't. Yeah, I don't quite remember. Yeah, and I was just like, rep. Also, do not, of course you do me, because I am baptised. I went to Sunday school. Like, <laughs> I grew up on church, yo. <laughs> yeah, look at you now. Yeah. The, the devil loves you. Yes. It is not my fault. <laughs> I'm just sexy. <laughs> but yeah, and then they talk about, with the church stuff as well, they have like uh, like a Christmas, uh, what we call it, gathering or uh, event, um, like a choir, was it like a choir or carols? I forget. But it was just like a, a nice little event that... Um, they went to midnight mass. Yes, that's it. Yeah, I was. Which is sure. like, I wasn't sure what to call it. I'm sorry. It's a thing. It's yeah, a big thing. I, I'm sure it's a thing, but like, I'm not. I don't do that. So, what? Well, how would I know? Anyway, but yeah. So Caleb takes Sierra along to that, which is very cute because it's another like date night situation. Date night at church. Yeah, love that. <laughs> oh, also, just with Caleb's like the rumor and everything, Caleb reveals that Abby had like forgiven him for that, and like no one else knows that. But the family, or probably not even his mum. I'm just going to assume. I mean, also, like, yeah, they shouldn't have to tell everyone their business. It's like, oh, Abby forgives me, you all should too. Yeah, but also, like, well, like, let someone know what's happening. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Probably it's hard to rally around when the town is already against you. You just accept it. And you just, like, let them think what they want. But I know who I am and I know what I do. And I know deep in my heart that I'm, yeah, not a monster or will not hurt anyone kind of ever, like, again. So I suppose, yeah, it just comes down to the um, security in himself and knowing who he is. Yeah. But, like, having the whole a whole town be like, you're a monster, like, surely that wears you down a bit. Yeah, and uh, for what? Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, for why? For why? You did these? For why? <laughs> Um, and then there was a moment where uh, Sierra and Caleb and Heather and Devon have a have a double date, which is cute. Main, mainly it's just so Devon can talk to Caleb and Abby can, doesn't have to listen to his uh, boring ramblings, I guess. Yes. <laughs> about his family, about his fantasy football team and all that. And I think 
there's a conversation and I think Caleb brings up one of his classmates or even Heather brings up a classmate in a long distance relationship and then Sierra makes a comment about it about whether or not it'll ever last and obviously yeah. that hurts Caleb's feelings because he thinks that like you know they might even if Sierra doesn't come back that might could potentially try long distance and so he got really upset which is fair enough about how um I'm gonna show you hang on my I'm screen, screen is, share this my, sc- my screen is fuzzy I don't think I'm ever gonna see it this is yeah. California yeah oh no and this is Oregon yep pretty much <laughs> almost like a straight line almost. it's like a straight line yeah 10 hours jesus christ and like that's on the straight road baby yeah but question they said because of rachel incident that's going to come up there's a train is there a train option yeah there's a train hang on on this go- train on this google maps and how long i think the train takes like 12 hours excuse me train will hang on yeah it's okay <laughs> the great oregon trail <laughs> oh that's a definite straight line hello yeah all I'm seeing is flights. flights. Those are flights. There's oh, a train. train. 29 oh. hours. That doesn't seem Bloody right. Bloody hell. No. Maybe she was, yeah. Maybe they just like had artistic license. Perhaps, yeah. Because this is a good segue though. Because there is another dramatic incident yeah. involving Sierra and her friends from back home. Rachel and Elizabeth. So dramatic. Yes. So Rachel, she is like a stage production person in like at their school theatre program or just production She's program. She's a theatre kid theater kid and but her dream is to be an actress and so she calls up sierra she's like i got the part of i think what are they doing the night before christmas or something and so she is like the ghost of yeah. christmas past or whatever it's a lion it's a, <laughs> role a christmas that, carol oh christmas carol sorry yeah sorry and so she has a part that is uh, doesn't have any lines so like it no. doesn't have any lines <laughs> and then rachel is like you have to come to my first like performance yeah and she's like get on a train like and just for she says 12 hours yeah which yeah. like she's like just come for 12 hours and then go back yeah which but a flight would have been quicker apparently yeah. a flight's an hour and a half <laughs> so she could have made it anyway, yeah um but but that's not the point okay okay claire i have yes. a question for oh, you oh no <laughs> if that was me yeah if i was like oh my god i have a part and there's no lines, and you were an hour and a half flight away, <laughs> would you come and see my play? Yes. Oh. You know how I feel about travelling around? Like, I don't care. Well, you're a better friend than me. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't do that to me. <laughs> if I was, like, in that situation, like, I'm with my family, we specifically come each year for this, I mean, and then, yeah, yeah, like, I'm going to go and meet my boyfriend's family. Like, if I didn't have plans, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but also, like, I guess they could have changed the dinner. Probably. Or is there multiple performances? Could she have come a different night? No, I think it's, like, one night only, maybe. Oh, my God. I remember our school productions were, like, three nights, maybe four Yeah, nights. we had three. We had three. We, oh, sorry. We would have three public nights. And then during the week, like, tech week. We, we No, we would have tech week. And then we would have, like, two performances for, like, the school and then, yeah, we would have three public performances. But, yeah, considering the context, and Sierra is busy as fuck with the lot, but also, yeah, it comes down to her yeah. best friend and it's or her like, boyfriend. Yeah, there's a difference on, like, having plans in the same, like, and being near the plot, like, in the same town as, like, her work. Whereas, like, because her parents could just be like, hey, like, it's really busy, we need you to come back early or whatever. Whereas, yeah, like, if you're in another state, you're like, well, if I need a jump 
like a plane right now. Like, but again, I think this is just added to add that menial teenage drama. Yeah, of course. And but it's very short lived. Although Rachel is grumpy about it, they do kind of, in a way, make up and they com- they contact each other and they communicate again. Because Sierra is wanting to help, um, kind of have like a Christmas miracle in order to kind of keep Caleb because she's deciding she wants to kind of commit to this and be in a full-on proper relationship with him and then it is revealed later that Rachel had sent formal tickets or tickets to their winter formal or something no because she like when her friends forgive her again yeah yeah yeah. um they're like oh like how can we help you or whatever and she's like I need a Christmas miracle and so they send the the tree thing and then they send her the the winter formal tickets as well but she specifically asked for the clipping anyway. Yeah, but then because she also, I think because she's like, I, like, I just need a miracle because I think she was like. Oh, like, it was I, it was just a spoken thing. Like, I need yeah, a miracle. Yeah, I want that. No, she asked her yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, yeah. So I'm th- saying as part of that, they were like, okay, well, we're going to send you these tickets because that's your miracle. Like, we believe in that it, you're going to stay together. And the miracle was that, yeah, like, they'd be strong enough to stay together. yeah. yeah. Were you expecting like that as the miracle? I was expecting something different. I don't know. What I, was I was expecting them to buy a plane ticket or something Ooh, like. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, if you're gonna do that, like at least make it fucking worth it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh my god, this website. Sorry. <laughs> and segueing to the family dinner because that was a fun experience. Oh yes, with Abby and Mummy. Yeah, so we meet Abby for the first time, and she seems she's just very cheerful. She's very different to how like you would perceive her as someone who had been attacked with a knife at a young age. <laughs> She's traumatised. She's at the age where, the age that Caleb was, I think, when it happened. No? I don't know. She's younger, significantly younger. I don't know. There was some sort of, like, comment about that from Sierra's perspective. Anyway. I thought she, well, she she was a freshman and they were, I guess they'd be juniors. So they were two years older than her. Oh, yeah. So she would be, like, his age when he attacked her or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway. Family dinner's fun. Sierra's getting along with Abby just fine. Like, yeah. I thought, you know, she's asking questions, answering questions, and I think, and Caleb just seemed really off the entire time. And I I forget why, but it was significant because they have a conversation about it later. Um, I think it's just because... I think... Talking about having, like, a connected family or something like that, and she has to spend yeah. time with them together because all Caleb's family ever wants is to kind of get, have a sort of normalcy again. So yeah. he's probably a little bit jealous or kind of grieving what they could have had and i think yeah yeah that sort of so yeah but like with every incident so far either if sierra gets upset or caleb gets upset they talk it out which is very mature for 16 year olds but i guess how else is the plot going to get resolved (laughs) so yeah that was fun but yeah abby seemed completely yeah different than what we'd expect because yeah just the nature of the uh, the rumors and whatever we expect her to be but again caleb said she forgave him so I suppose you just go on at life as normal. Sierra has yeah conversations again with her parents later on more about Andrew because his her dad's very still weary about Caleb. And she has a little blow up with Andrew as well about um, yes. spreading rumours or like not knowing anybody. Again, Sierra is fighting Caleb's battles. Battles. Although she's kinda of, I guess she's kinda of defending her kind of relationship relationship and also and i guess like i yeah i understand like the whole premise of like oh you gotta let someone fight their own battles but it's like well he's not doing it like yeah you got these other these the other people other perpetrators who are causing issues for no reason caleb's just out here doing his thing trying to be a good boy and yeah not cause any trouble 
But yeah. Yeah, and I thought Andrew was going to do something stupid, like maybe hurt Caleb or... or yeah, yeah I thought he would have cut down the Christmas tree out of spite, but no. He was... I thought, yeah, I really thought he was the Christmas tree. Mm. But he quit at some point. Oh, did he? Yeah, he quit the farm at some point. Did he quit or did Sierra's dad tell him to fuck off? I feel like he quit. After the blow up. Because I think the dad witnessed it. So then he's like... Or maybe, like, it'd be a more awkward situation. So yeah, I guess, yeah, Caleb and Sierra are having a fun relationship. Like, they end up smooching in the in the truck a few times and all that type of stuff. And then, yeah, they go up to the, to the plot with the trees and, yeah, hang out, have a bit of fun. Christmas comes around, everyone's handing out gifts. It's a good time. Caleb's still getting trees to people. And he has a present for her as well, which, because um, her, Sierra and Heather have always wanted to decorate their little tree plot with lights and stuff but I forget why they were never really able to so Caleb took it upon himself to go up there and set make it all look pretty with all these like Christmas lights and then they go up there and it's a fun time it's cute yes, and that's when they like decide like okay well we're gonna try and make this work because they like kind of not have a fight but he's just like I don't want you to give up on us and she's just like I don't know how this is gonna work yeah and she's admitted and then, that she's in love with him and all that type of stuff and they love each yeah. other yeah, and then so, yeah, she goes back to the trailer and then she sees the lights and she's like, oh my god, I have to go to him. And then that's yeah. when she's like, here's the tickets. Yeah, and then it's kind of yeah. the end. Yeah. So, quick qualm. It's a short book, I know. It could have been probably just another 100 pages just to answer this yeah. question. Do they ever end up going to prom? I wish formal? there was a little epilogue. Yeah. Like, and it was like six months later or something or like a year later and she's back like and even if her family's not there she's like well i'm still gonna come and visit for the month anyway yeah because like yeah that's the thing like what's stopping her from going and visiting sorry who is that what you're gonna say <laughs> or even her like when she's a bit older like independently runs the plot yeah like what's so significant about missing out on like a couple of years if you're just yeah. gonna potentially come back but yeah and does the long distance ever work out we, d- we don't know but I, but in a way, you kind of you just left with that happiness that they're together and they're happy and they love each other. Christmas wins, you know. But yeah, I just the just I just need to know if they do follow through and all that type of stuff. But no, it's cute. And then yeah, she's reunited with um, Rachel and Elizabeth and stuff. Like they all talk again. Um, and yeah, Sierra gives Caleb the the tree cutting for as a present, which is cute. And yeah, all happy days. Chris again, Christmas wins. Christmas spirit. The spirit of love. And friendship. <laughs> and friendship. <laughs> All love wins in the end. I wish there was more. Yeah, it could have been and I, I'm gl- Yeah. I'm glad that it was what it was. But I wish, yeah, I wish there was a little bit more. It's a fun, yeah, fun little YA. And How like, you going? Yeah. Like a, like a Hallmark Christmas movie into a book. Like, everything all works out. Sometimes plot points don't make sense or they come a little bit unresolved, but you don't care about that. Yeah, yeah, you, you you oversee it for the for yeah. just two characters in love, I guess. No last lingering thoughts, feelings, emotions. I'm content. I'm content. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to listen for the next couple of weeks as we continue on our little Christmas specials. Again, as we've highlighted in last week's episode, uh, we will be discussing Dash and Lily next week, and which is mm-hmm. also again a Netflix movie or TV series. I'm not sure which one it is. Dash and Lily. Yeah, it's a Netflix movie. But yeah, we'll be reading the book, and if I have enough time, I'll try and smash out the movie too. Yeah. And then the week after that, we will have Let It Snow by John Green and Co. Because once again, oh, yes. I don't know who the other authors are. <laughs> I haven't looked it up either. 
so yeah but next year oh i'm so excited for next year i can't stop thinking about it all the books i know the lineup is insane crazy 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 girls yes crazy girls (laughs) so yeah keep an ear out for dash and lily next year um, next year, next week. Next year. <laughs> next Christmas. My, my heart is already re- – I'm, I'm checked out. I'm ready for next year. <laughs> um, but, yeah, keep an ear out. Um, link in the bio, in the Instagram bio. Mm-hmm. Find link us in one trees. place. You'll find us everywhere. Find us in all the places. Absolutely. Happy Happy Turkey Day. Oh, yeah, happy <laughs> whatever. We're recording but, this on Thanksgiving. Is it actually? Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, as it – 20, 4th or 25th of November is Thanksgiving. Ah, oh, okay. Yep, yep. Happy Turkey Day. But this is going to be released in a couple weeks. So. Oh, no, I'm just saying that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, happy Turkey Day to all the <laughs> Americans. To Americans. the Americans. Sorry, I don't know. Shout out to all the Americans. Yeah. Hope you have a good day and yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hope you're thankful. Very thankful. Yeah. I'm thankful I don't live there. Lucky, <laughs> <laughs> same. Lucky, same. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay, before, that's all. <laughs> before we cancel ourselves, goodbye. <laughs> Bye.